0: You can't sit with me. Hosted by Deanna Ispere. Lindsay Hubbard, round two. Hello. Hi, Deanna. Deanna. (laughs) Yeah, Deanna. Deanna, Deanna. you said it. Yeah, the second time was the right way. Deanna. Summer House, one of. Actually, fuck everything. My favorite on Summer House now, especially this season. I'm so happy that you're back on the show.
1: Oh my gosh. I was just, you know, I was just saying earlier today that I was so happy to talk to you because I just needed a little fun and light and happiness in my life today. You're so sweet. It's also raining all day today and super gloomy out. So I was very excited to talk to you. Thank you that's
0: so sweet. Also, you know, we we like fluff here. This is the fluffy place. Yeah, I don't I don't I like, like serious shit. I don't want to well, talk about serious shit.
1: The last time that we talked, which was a year ago, yes. um, you know, right around your birthday, you were hungover and yeah. I was like pacing around my apartment just like having the best laugh with you. And just like, I don't even I don't even think you could start recording. And we started like immediately just hit it off. So I don't know how it works for
0: you when you're on other people's podcasts. But when I have people on my show, the beginning part before we start recording is super awkward. And with us, we just literally just talk like, well, I feel like I know you because I watch you on TV. But you, you literally just like are a friend like when you t- you're so outgoing, you're so yourself. It's just super easy with you i didn't even prepare an outline cuz i just knew that we could take we, the episode yeah, yeah. we're going
1: to go on for 2 hours but also we i feel like like we were friends maybe in a past life
0: it feels that way but i don't know if you have to put up this whole front because you are a public person and you've been media trained
1: <laughs> no okay i see where you're go- you're going with this all right i do not have as much fun with other podcasters as i do with you
0: I am crying. I'm going to make a clip of this. This is my claim to fame. My prayers have been, you know, heard. I've made it. This is all good. We're done.
1: I've made it. Well, it's so funny because Victoria, she's been with me at Hubhouse PR, my PR firm. She's been with me for like a year and a half. And, you know, she was a witness to my side of the conversation the last time I was on your podcast. And she was like, you know, even from the one sided, you know, portion that she was overhearing, she was like, You have the best time with, with Deanna. Deanna, yes. like, like Diana. Diana. Yes. Like
0: Yeah, you can. It's like if it was if my name was Anna, but you add a D, Diana. Diana. There
1: you go. It's just That's more right. natural for me to see Diana. I guess maybe Just say Diana. It makes me feel royal. Yeah, exactly, princess. And after Diana.
0: all the compliments you gave me, I could not feel more royal today. Let me tell you, I I don't want to make people feel royal on this show, but truly, I would go out of my way to make you look good, even though you could you do that yourself on TV because. I don't know. I just... I watch Vanderpump Rules. I watch all the housewives. All the shows are fucking stale. They bug the fuck out of me. And the only show that I look forward to watching is always Summer House. To me, uh, at the minute, it's number one. I don't know what to say. Vanderpump right, Rules so, is fucking
1: stale. So who are you, like, mostly tuning in for? Like, what are you, why? What makes you want to tune in to Summer House over Vanderpump?
0: Well, obviously, for me, it's always... You and Carl was a big, like, in the teasers and things. I just wanted to know what the fuck was up with that because, you know, last season it was very much Paige and it was so fun for me to watch him get, like, almost turned down by a girl. And this season I was just like, what the actual fuck? But before we get into that, I have to ask you for my weekly tip. And I know that you have so many tips now because I look at your Instagram and I see what you do and I just need to know.
1: I never told anybody that. Because I'm such a good friend. I forgot that we do this on your podcast. Let me, do you want me to give mine first and then
0: maybe it'll inspire yeah, your give, tip?
1: give me yours. So last time we
0: spoke, I told you that I did not work out because I'm a lazy motherfucker. And now I do, okay, inspired by Lindsay. Let me just say, because you like work out and your butt looks amazing. I've always told you that. And I started doing hot Pilates, which is so Haley Bieber, like I'm a thirsty motherfucker of LA, even though she's not thirsty, she's great. And I started wearing ankle weights during the hot Pilates class because my upper body has always been like skinny and toned, but then my lower body is like where it gets jiggly. So I want to, you know, work harder on my lower body. So I do the whole class with ankle weights and I see that my butt is lifted. My legs are defined and I don't have these chubby like uh, tree trunks legs that I used to have.
1: Oh, that's great. So I inspired yeah. you to use ankle weights. I love. You inspired that. me to work out in the first oh. place
0: because I was like, we got to get something done here. Like, this is not OK. I can't keep I can't live my life wearing crop tops and baggy jeans to hide what's under there. Do you know what I mean?
1: No, totally. That's what I've been rocking. But not because I haven't been working out. Um, first of all, you have you tried Boonda? No,
0: everyone is telling me to go try it.
1: Oh my God. Go to Bunda. So one of my best friends, she used to live in New York. She actually, we lived in the same apartment building, but she moved to LA. And when I went to go visit last, like a year ago, last April, she was like, we had to try Bunda." And then um, I was in her wedding this past October and I was like, what have you been doing? Because your body looks insane. And she's like, "Bunda, literally only Bunda."
0: Wow. I need to go there. I need to try, but I'm not that level. Like I go once maximum twice a week if I can be bothered, but I've, I've been consistently going once a week, which for me is like a huge record. Like this is the most I can handle.
1: Okay. Well, at least we're getting somewhere. I, yeah, I don't know. My, my biggest thing is, you know, summer bodies are made in the winter. Like you have to start now. Yeah. Um, you know, usually it's like, and and honestly and the I, i'm like a workout girl like i love to run i you know do you know the berries and orange theory type classes i do you know all sorts of different you know soul cycle you know, different studios whatever but yeah. i um i usually start around like april doing all that right. stuff and this year i was like no i need to start now like i if like I walk into summer and I don't feel like super good in my body. I'm going to just hate myself. So I I hired a personal trainer. I've just been working out with him a couple of times a week. Um, and probably on average right now, I am working out like four to five times a week. That's so crazy, like,
0: but amazing.
1: Like on Sunday, super hungover, but I ran three and a half miles. Don't know how I did it. It was a nice day out um and then I work out with my trainer on Mondays and Wednesdays and then you know we'll sort of incorporate a, a class here and there um you know throughout the week
0: I remember last time it was the the pillow which I purchased afterwards like <gasps> a pillow you did yeah it's the fucking epic pillow. yeah the neck pillow and I um I travel with it sometimes
1: you d- okay so they also night That's like one of my best friend's companies. She just came out with a, like an airplane pillow.
0: Oh, so do I have to go buy this one as well? No,
1: I'll have her send you one. And she also has soaked crunchies.
0: (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah, no, I'm super, I've been traveling a lot. I was going to Miami a lot. So I'm super into like my travel stuff now. Like I need all the travel gear because I'm a fucking awful traveler. Like I'm afraid of flying. So that's, that's the big thing about me. If you date me, you have to date someone who does not like traveling.
1: Why are you afraid of flying? You're just afraid of heights or like you think that the plane's going to crash or...
0: Yeah, I don't like turbulence. I always think the plane's going to crash. I'm someone who suffers from like extreme anxiety not like la like i'm anxiety like shut the fuck up you're stressed because you didn't get fifteen thousand likes on a photo Uh um yeah that's what people have anxiety over in la nowadays let me tell you i don't like crowds i don't like i get claustrophobic and so it's just not a a fun experience for me and so you know a lot of people nowadays love to travel and you know when you date me you have to be okay with the travels being not like the highlight of your life because they're not mine
1: Listen, it's hard to date in L.A. I, First of all, I used to live there for three and a half years. And then also I've had, you know, a a handful of girlfriends who have been there for a long time since I left and came back to New York. And they are it's just I, I think it might be harder to date in L.A. than it is in New York.
0: I was going to ask you that because a lot of people say it's fucking impossible to date in New York, but I think LA is just the place where you come here, like you have to come here knowing that you will not be able to date seriously.
1: Yeah. I mean, whenever I had a boyfriend in LA, um, which it was just never classified. Like it wasn't, no. it, they would just, I dated agents and managers, like celebrity agents and managers, and they just like never, would put a title on it, even though I was dating them for a year and a half.
0: Yeah, but- no, no one wants commitment in LA because there's too many options and they just don't want to settle. Right. Which is fine because I don't want to settle every time I meet a fucking idiot who literally, I, I speak about this so much. I spoke about it with Paige uh, on my episode with Paige. People in there have no manners. And it's like, I don't want to be serious with you if you have no manners.
1: Like, fuck off. Right. Totally. And also, like, I don't want to date a slasher. Right. Like, I don't want to date like a model slash actor slash bartender slash, you know, like I want to date somebody who is I mean, maybe that's why I dated the the agents and the managers instead of the actors. Yeah, because they're more driven.
0: They're like you, they're driven. But also, you know, for example, Luke is a model, but I don't mind him because he has passions and he has ambition and he has career plans. Like I just don't want someone to want to stand in front of a lens or a camera and just expect everything to be handed to him.
1: Let's talk about, Luke. let's
0: talk about Luke.
1: <laughs> let's talk about Luke because like, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and hopefully Hannah doesn't kill me. Although I I, I have said this multiple times in front of her, like Luke, sometimes he's just in front of you and I undress him with my eyes. Like, if he's wearing clothes, I'm just, like... Oh, you creep him. on him. Yeah.
0: He's really fucking good looking. I'm
1: not into... I'm not into blondes. Like, it's just not my thing. I don't know. Maybe because I'm blonde, right. But I'm just... I'm more into, like, dark... <laughs> dark hair. <laughs> darker hair <features>. and hairy. <laughs> dark and hairy. <laughs> I mean, dark and hairy, fine. Um, you know, but... But Luke, I don't know. There's just something about him that, like, he's like he has a charisma. Younger. He yeah. doesn't just have
0: the chiseled, like, the cheekbones. He like has the charisma and the confidence that goes with it. And he's not the usually when it's totally and, the confidence. And when guys are that hot, usually they're sleazy and creepy. But the way that he came on to Hannah was like non creepy.
1: Well, he asks her out on a date. But that's week. not creepy. No. No, like uh, sorry, I forgot to mention this. Like he asks her out on a date this week. He's not concerned about Hannah's position with Armand. He's not threatened by Armand. He's just like, so if I ask you out on a date, would you come out with me? And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, so confident about it. I think confidence. I think you are right. Like it's the confidence but, that makes confidence, him but so without
0: sexy. being cocky and creepy, right? Do you know what I mean. That is is everything to me and also he knows that he could go there because Hannah was also kind of hitting on him let's not lie to ourselves
1: oh yeah for sure and and like so Luke is I think what 35 he's he's like in the older you know the older group so I really get along with him because you know he's like he's just an older he's one of the older guys of of the house and I think for the first time We, you know, got a guy who's like a guy's guy, and I think Kyle and Carl both really needed that. But I think the rest of us really needed that too because the last couple of guys, like Jordan, Amit, whatever, like just weren't—they're like children. Yeah, and let's not lie to ourselves, older guy's
0: guy. Kyle and Carl needed a guy, like someone who's like, I, this is how I do shit. Like I have my shit together. Like k- Kyle and Carl are kind of all over the place at this point, even though Kyle is, you know, be, uh, growing a successful company and he's getting married, like they're still acting like child, like running around. Whereas I feel like Luke is like sure of himself.
1: Right. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like the girls needed
0: a really hot guy that they can actually look at, but also touch if they feel like it, because that was kind of missing in the house at this point.
1: Well, it's so interesting, right? Because it's like, we have five girls in the house and Amanda's engaged to Kyle. Paige is is seriously dating Perry. Yeah, engaged to Perry. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like she got a ring. (laughs) It's fine.
1: And then you have, well, which is, you know, I don't know I I, if you ever like I watch it live with you guys and I think it's so funny because they were like really zooming into my Cartier love bracelet yes they do
0: love to they love to feature the Cartiers they love that
1: yeah but I bought myself my Cartier love bracelet last year for my birthday that yeah scene must have gotten cut but I think that they were zooming into that to show like I bought myself my love bracelet and Paige's boyfriend bought her the love ring. All right. So tell me what you think about like everyone so far, you know, you guys are yes. now like <sighs> four episodes then
0: so many thoughts that was a question I was going to ask you so Jules kind of bugs me at first I know that she's sweet and I know that she probably has a story but at this point in the season she kind of bugs me because I don't understand why she's here because I feel like the bond that she has with Hannah is not so strong that she needed to be in the house she just for me it just sounds like she came in as a fangirl which I don't like watching What is it? what are your thoughts on her?
1: Well, so we we met Jewel. Jew, we meet Jules because she was hooking up with Jordan, and then oh, yeah. So like that was how the connection was made. Is like she was hooking up with Jordan, and like I think they did some random modeling shoot together, and then fell in love, um, like on the surface, uh, and then. Uh, like hooked up or not hooked up. I don't know. Like next, next week, I think is when we, we find out what happens because Jordan comes to the house next week.
0: Right. That's what I was going to ask you. How do you feel about Jordan? Like not being in the house anymore?
1: Well, listen, like I, I'm with you. He fucking bugs me. He bugs me like, because he just lies all the time. But I also on the other side of that think that his lies are really funny, like because you just know he's lying and then you're like, oh, well, this is entertaining. It's more just entertainment because it's like what's going to come out of his mouth this weekend.
0: Right. So I have a question. If the yeah. the future of the universe was in your hands, like, you know, humans were not going to be an existing species if you didn't have sex with Jordan, would you have sex with him?
1: No, I would go find a sperm bank and I would inject myself. But if you you were the two only people
0: <laughs> if you're the two only people left on earth.
1: No, I'm telling you, if I was the only I've answered this question before as an individual sans Jordan. If I was the only person left on Earth, I would go find a sperm bank and I would get the frozen sperm, unfreeze them, inject them into my body. Until I got pregnant and then start popping (laughs) out babies, that same answer still exists. If Jordan was on Earth with me,
0: I didn't even realize that you answered this question before. I'm on the same page
1: with with my best friend who owns the night pillow that you have. And oh, yeah, no, we just ask each other the most random questions all the time. And I, she asked me this one time, and my immediate answer was like, "I will go rob a sperm bank."
0: We're on the same page, I feel like. But so do you like Jules?
1: So Jules, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, it's very difficult for somebody to come into, you know, a group of friends that is an already, you know, f- formulated group of friends. Wasn't and, difficult for Luke. Well, that's because Luke is fucking hot. And like, yeah, you know, he's, he's hitting on Hannah and we're all just like, ooh, like, where is this going to go? Jules, you know... She, I don't know how to explain. She her. comes I, in as
0: trying to be friends with everyone. So she has to try harder and it just makes her come across thirsty. I wasn't mad about the whole like buying the same stuff as Paige because I I said it on my stories before I've purchased from Outfit Deets. Like Paige is a great fashion blogger. She inspires so many of my outfits. But it was just for me at this point, she doesn't bring anything to the table. She just like loves everyone and wants to compliment everyone. This is wasting a bed in the summer house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's interesting is that room that she's in doesn't have a closet. I know that because I slept in that room season two. Um, But... I can tell you that like, you know, Jules, she doesn't mean any harm, but I think a lot of people are pretty skeptical of like, we know you because of Jordan, you hooked up or didn't hook up with Jordan. We are not sure. I guess we'll find out next week. Um, But at the same time, it's like, you know, we know Jordan to be kind of a liar. And does that make you by affiliation, a liar as well. I don't know, but she does try. And I think it is really difficult, you know, to, to go into a house when you just moved to New York, you're now, you know, in this summer house, you've never been in the Hamptons, you're trying to figure out where you fit in. And like, you know, I was trying my best to like, you know, try to take her in the best way I could but then I would get turned off by her laugh and then I was just I don't know it's just I had my own shit going on (laughs) with Carl yeah I yeah I'm not yeah and also
0: I'm not gonna lie and fully admit that I will not be friends with someone and if I cannot stand their voice like it's really a huge and maybe their voice is fine to other people I'm not like voice shaming I mean, I guess I kind of am, but I can't be friends with someone whose voice annoys me. I I can't, yeah, because then whenever they moan about something or want to
1: cry about something, it just annoys me more. Yeah. It's like, you just want to be like, listen, just smoke a couple of cigarettes and, you know, like go through some life events and then like maybe your laugh will change. I don't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, she needs a bit more substance. You know, I'm judgy. I'm a watcher. I'm a viewer. I'm not in the summer house. God knows. But this is this is what I'm getting so far. L- can we get into like the serious
1: stuff now? Because, yeah. you know, because okay. it's been 25 minutes and I am a half of a glass of wine in. Yes. Okay, drink, can- drink a big, big, a big sip. Yeah, we need a big gulp for this
0: one. Okay how do I even begin? So we all know that Carl fingered you. Oh my gosh, scandalous. Okay, um, when and how did this even fucking happen? Because you and Carl hang out all the fucking time, yeah. your best friends. I need
1: to know what
0: situation okay. made this become a thing.
1: Okay, let me just say a lot of people think that it was him who didn't want to kiss me. That is not at all how it went down. It was me, fully. Okay. That did not want to kiss him. So basically, like, it was one week before filming, and his mom was in town. We had just gone to pick up our car for the summer, our Lexus that you see us driving around in. Swamp hey, car? Um, yes, it's lovely. <laughs> And so we had gone out, like I didn't see his mom the last time she was in town. So now she's back and I'm trying to figure out how to like hang out with her. But we're all busy, right? Because it's one week before filming. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to be zen this weekend. I'm going to chill. I'm going to get my head straight, like whatever. The next uh, like Saturday of that weekend, Carl's like FaceTiming me. And he's like, come meet me for brunch with my mom and her best friend in the city. And I'm like, uh, I'm hungover and I need to just chill. He's like, no, 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 come. So I go and I meet them for brunch. They then convinced me to go to the Hamptons with them because the mom's best friend, Carl's mom's best friend's cousin was throwing a party in the Hamptons, like a kickoff mm-hmm. to summer party. So we all travel out to the Hamptons that Saturday one week before filming. And I'm like, okay, where are we gonna stay? Like we need to figure this out. Like I'm not staying at the mom's best friend's cousin's house, whatever. There's no room. So we get a hotel room. Great. We go to the party that night, Saturday night, we like attend, show face, then we start bar hopping to our usual spots, Southampton Mm -hmm. Social Club. And then we leave Southampton Social Club and we are like, let's get an Uber to go to you know, M- Murphs and Sag Harbor. So we're on the way to Murphs and Carl looks at me in the Uber and he was like, hub <laughs> Cause you know, he I, called- yeah,
0: I like this nickname. I I like it.
1: Yeah. So, and like, it's just, it's so Carl. So he's like, hub I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, so like, I, I think I like you. Like, I like I told my mom like I I like you and oh my gosh that is such a good impression of him I can't even cope with this and like I I like I was like I'm sorry what and I'm in the back of an uber going to like throw some darts around and drink some beers in this like dive bar in Sag harbor and I'm like what and so we arrive at the dive bar and I'm like can we just like I don't know finish this conversation before we walk in please like I just, I I don't know what's going on. So I'm sitting on the sidewalk with him before going into this dive bar. And I'm like, what is this about? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just, I want to take you on a date. I want to take you on a date. And like, then he leans in to kiss me and I swerve like a ninja. (laughs) And I'm like, I look at him and I go, did you just try to kiss me? And he looks at me and he was like, uh, yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. I just, And you'd never, and
0: you'd never kiss before.
1: No, never. I've never even thought of him like that. Like we just, we've always just been there to support each other. We've always, you know, the way that we started getting close and close and closer is because, you know, you go through this like weird thing together, like you're on reality TV and like, Kyle and Amanda have each other. And then who are the two other OGs? Me and Carl. So uh-huh. our closeness, which if you go back and rewatch season three, you'll see like, even despite him making out with Paige, we are still like
0: getting You always had his back. Yeah.
1: You know, throughout that season. And you're just like looking at this, like, wow, there's a lot of, of friendship chemistry there. So you know, we started showing up to events together. We sh- We started like, you know, watching the episodes at my place together. Like we just anytime like I was dating a guy and broke up with that guy, my first phone call was Carl, same with him. If he was mm-hmm. dating a girl, his m- his first phone call was me. And like, so we lean on each other in a way that no one else can really understand, because we're going through this weird thing. You know, filming a reality TV show, and so that's what brought us closer. So now here we are in the Hamptons, one week before filming. He's telling me that he likes me. He's trying to kiss me, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" So we go throw some darts. We drink some beers. We go back to the hotel room, um, just the two of us. Like that was n- like his mom was not in the hotel room with us. I just want to be yeah. clear about that. Of course, yeah. And and so we're in the hotel room. We're like, you know. J- we got a six pack. We're like listening to music. We're dancing around in typical Carl Lindsay fashion. Like as you have seen on season three and um, we're eating Cheetos. And next thing you know, like we go to bed, whatever. We wake up in the morning and I find myself cuddling with him, which it's nice. Like you're like, Oh, like I, you know, haven't had sex in a while I haven't felt a man's arms around me in a while like right I think this is great Sunday morning like Sundays you know you just sort of you need that in your life and then I think he maybe started massaging my back a little bit and then like the massage sort of went down, down. So he down. creeped on you. Let's not no, lie. Come on, are you kidding? Like it's not. It, I cannot possibly like put this on him. Like, are you kidding? Like, who wouldn't want a massage in the morning on a Sunday when you're hungover? Uh, and when Ky- when listen when Kyle said like it was a slip of the finger, it really was. And then once that's happening, you're just like, ah, shit it's the morning time. And you're just like, I, if I were to kiss Carl, that would make it way too real for me. So I'd rather just not,
0: not look them. at him I can feel him I don't want his face in my face
1: right like I just don't want it yeah. to be real like there's a lot on my mind right now I'm and so how would you feel after how
0: would you feel after it was it was well, it like getting after, awkward
1: well after we picked up his mom and her best friend we took them to brunch then we went to Montauk we met up with Danielle and we didn't tell Danielle anything because I was like I'm just not gonna say anything like maybe this is a one-time deal like Right. I'm willing to just chalk this up to sort of like an oops, I was horny, it happened, my bad moment. And I think he was too, but then he wound up spilling the beans to Kyle.
0: The reason why I asked this question is because when I saw you and Carl like kind of starting to like each other on TV, for me, because it was so awkward, because I'm just so used to watching you guys being best friends, I felt like it was fake for camera for the show. A lot of and, people
1: keep saying that. And, and, just, and let like, me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay, uh, yeah, um, I, think, I need an explanation because it really hurts my feelings. And that makes me question like to Carl, like, was this for TV? Like, I
0: mean... This? The reason why I felt that way is because I think that Carl, as a guy, you know, in in the dating world, is a pretty confident person. And when you guys went on your date, which mm, it was it was really, really awkward to watch, if I'm honest with you. Um, Not not on your I felt like you were just fine and being cool. And I felt like he was just very nervous. Why? If you're trying to figure things out why don't you just have sex before talking about sex in front of a camera? That is what made me think this must be okay, just for the here, show. Okay, but here's
1: the thing, Diana, right? Like, Diana. Diana. De- De-
0: <laughs> same thing. Same shit. Call me D. It's fine.
1: No, I'm just going to call you Diana because <laughs> the other ones are just too much. If you, like, think about it. Like, I know Carl's history. I know you know, everything about this man. I hang out with him four times a week on a regular basis. I know all the girls he's ever dated. I know why it went wrong with all those girls, you know, from his perspective. And I also know like very intimate, deep, dark secrets about Carl Radke. And Mm -hmm. I am not willing to put myself in a position to, you know, make it that far messy where i'm like hitting my head against the wall like if this doesn't work out like what did i do like i
0: but think come on don't you feel like if you're going on a romantic date with carl who doesn't come across the type of person who would plan a romantic date you're already in that messy
1: situation yes and no i mean like the the reason i didn't make out with him in the hamptons that time was because i was like you know, making out is pretty intimate. Like you have to like look that person in the eyes. Like it's like, it becomes real. Right. Sex is also that way. It's like, it's not. So you want to be more in denial about it until that's something. Not in denial. No, not in denial, but just more like, I don't know. Removed. Do you want to be more removed from it until there's something concrete like that? I that line with one of my best friends. Like, I'm not gonna like cross the line of having sex with one of my best friends if I'm not sure that like we're on the same page.
0: I get it. I go, I got that. And you know what really fucking bugged me? And I don't know what your relationship is with Carl now because you guys probably are not allowed to say, you know, the whole commitment issues thing. Like, how. How do you stay friends? Because to me, it just sounded like an excuse. You must be so fucking strong to, you know, accept this kind of excuse. To me, it was just bullshit. Because as you said, you also have abandonment issues. It does not mean that you want to abandon every person that you can be involved with. So right. how- well,
1: that's like, And that's what I said to him on the date. I was like, look, like my mom was not a great mom to me. Right. But that doesn't make me feel inside that I am going to be a bad mom to my children. I actually think I'm the opposite. I am going to be a great mom because I learned mm-hmm. what I don't want to do. Carl, I think, is terrified because he hasn't had great relationships, you know, in his life as far as his family and, you know, and, and his romantic relationships that he's like oh well this must be because you know my dad had an affair and like you know blah 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 blah, blah. but like I was like no but you're not your dad like you're a different person than your and dad and I'm
0: pretty sure that he was a player before all that stuff happened with his parents like he's always been a ladies man
1: yeah I mean I I just I know Carl very well and I think What's happening right now is that he's realizing that he can't pull the wool over my eyes because I know him way too well and I hold him mm-hmm. accountable. And he's like, God damn, like this girl is ruthless. Like I I just don't hold him, you know, I, I don't let him make excuses to me because I'm like, bro. If you are trying to jeopardize our friendship, which was perfect the way it was, by the way. Yes, we're both flirty. Yes, we have a lot of fun together. And like, whatever the case was that our friendship, you know, wasn't, it was just in this nice little bubble, and it should have stayed there. Um, And you now took it to this other place. I never even looked at you with like different ideas in my head until you're the one who put those ideas in my head. And now here I am going down this path that you're leading me on. And like, all of a sudden, but you're not you're- leading
0: me on for the full way. He's kind of like leading you on and then kind of retracting, which is like well, super like, frustrating.
1: Well, first, you start giving me an excuse that you have commitment issues. But I, I, I already told you that I am the end game girl. Like I'm looking for the full package. I'm looking for a marriage kids. Like I'm not getting any younger and I am like not trying to waste my time on fuck boys anymore because I, yeah. I spent way too much time doing that. So I've already made that clear. And you know, you're still trying to go out and party after an entire 4th of July of drinking all day. And I want to stay in, like, why are you trying to go out? So you're not serious. Like, that was an aha moment for me. And, you know, me crying in the kitchen with Danielle was just me being like, I am mourning the loss of this because it's done. It's over. Like, he really proved to me that he's not a grown up that's ready to settle down. And I've made that clear that I right. need that in my life. Like from any man that I'm dating. And Carl,
0: who's your best friend, was not able to provide that for you. So that's like a huge disappointment there because he maybe at one point made you feel like he might be able to.
1: Well, yeah, it's like Carl. It's
0: disappointing. Carl's
1: my go-to person. Like whenever I break up with somebody, Carl's my first call. Carl is the one who I lean on and, and vice versa. And now here he is, the one who's causing me the pain. Did you guys have sex? You guys obviously had sex. No.
0: You never had sex. Never had sex. Never. So you'll never find out if with him it's going to be missionary or you on top.
1: <laughs> nope, I'll never find out. But let me tell you something, Diana. Oh, so you do agree that you'll never find out. <laughs> well, I Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> Listen, I can tell you this. I um <laughs> I never had sex with Carl. <laughs> god damn it you got me um okay but we're gonna have to re-interview in like a couple of weeks when
0: well we can re-interview but can i just say don't you think that i should interview like serial killers or like criminals
1: okay well let's talk about serial killers because i'm obsessed with them as well um have you
0: been following the whole epstein thing no i haven't oh my god He's not a serial killer. He's a serial rapist. But um, no, it's crazy. I, but
1: I like I watch everything that's possible available on like Netflix. So you, so you love you. Oh, okay, yes, I do love Obsessed. you. Obsessed.
0: I. Everyone's been hating on second season, and I'm like, I didn't think that it could just keep me on my toes for the for the third one.
1: All right. Let's just go back to the topic at hand before okay. we get into serial killer talk. <laughs> <laughs> keep me in check. Yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm trying I to love do it. your job. You're trying to do your job. We're just going, going for the same goal. Just keep All me right. in check. I, as far as Carl, I just, he, like, he wasn't expecting me to hold him accountable the way that I did. And I was like, well, you should expect that. Like, I'm your best friend. You know exactly who I am. You know how tough I am you should just know this about me, right? But but, and it's not until you're actually in that situation that you're like, oh, now I get it. It took me a while to wrap my head around the whole thing from start to finish. And then next thing you know, I'm like, well, why are we fighting? Like, why, if you just, like, if you mean what you say you mean, like you want to pursue this, but now you're just, Like, wanting to go out and party, like, that's a problem for me. That's not what I'm looking for. And I'm trying to get you to stay in. I'm talking about, Diana, I'm I'm talking about 4th of July party night. Yeah. Then he's trying to go out. And I'm like, well, what the fuck, bro? Come on. I I should be enough. I should be enough. Like, why do you have to go out and drink more, A, and B? um, Like, why, like, if you- What is the
0: point in going out- alone if it's not to pick up girls right like that's how I see it agree unless you're with a bunch of bros who are all like not with their girls which in that case probably not the case because Kyle has Amanda and God knows but you know if you're going out to be by yourself you're going out to pick up girls it's very I mean I'm not saying that's what he went out I mean I don't know what I'm saying anymore but that's how I would see it as for sure
1: yeah I mean listen there's also like the box of that you have to check of curiosity Mm -hmm. and like, I'm not curious anymore. Like I've checked that box. So I think in regards to Carl, like I love him to death. I still hang out with him four times a week. I just, it's just a hard situation. Like, yeah, you You, you want to protect yourself. Yeah. You're fucking with friendship. Like you want that friendship to always be there because it's so beautiful. But then you're curious, like, what if it could be more than friendship? And then you're not curious, but then you're like, wait, like you're, you're questioning yourself every step of the way. Like, did I make the right decision every step of the way? And
0: also something that people might not understand, you know, especially like small town people, when you live in a big city and you're mostly far away from your family, the only family that you have are your friends. Oh, 100%. And like, if I didn't have my friends in LA, and I almost did lose friendships, you know, b- having been in a relationship, I don't know what I would do with myself because I tell my friends more things than I actually tell my family. I rely on my friends more than I rely on my family. So I... For you, it must have been just like so scary to potentially ruin one of these friendships that is like vital to your, you know, New York life, and people don't realize that.
1: Yeah, no, it was very, very scary, and that's why it's like when people start questioning, like, did you guys do this for a storyline? I actually questioned that to Carl so much when it was all happening, and I was like, are you doing this for storyline? He was like, no, and I can promise you, he has cried to me. So many times, like, because he felt like he was upset that I even questioned that. Right. And, like, he had such a big heart. He really is, like, a beautiful, like, I know that you have had different experiences with him. Well, I
0: was going to get into that. I didn't want to, like, take too much of your time. But, it. Well, first of all, I've only met Kyle. Uh, Kyle. I keep getting them confused because in English... Kyle, Call, kind of the same thing. Oh, good! You know? It's like Diana and Deanna. Yeah, except Diana and Deanna are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And 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 Kyle and Call, whatever. Uh, different very different people but um yeah I just didn't think Carl really liked me and which is fine because I know that most people are not going to like me because I'm not like a people pleaser social butterfly kind of person it's not how I roll in life which I'm sure we have in common which is why you butt heads with you know new people kind of like me you know he was so sweet when I first saw him in real he was like hey Deanna so nice to meet you in person I think what bugged me the most was that he wasn't I didn't know too many people at Sheena's birthday it was kind of like a a rough situation for me because I obviously went to like celebrate with Sheena and
1: Janet huh was it in Palm Springs
0: no, it was yeah. No, she lives in Marina Del Rey, but she rented out a boat, like a yacht.
1: Oh, right, that's right.
0: Yeah, and so it was kind of an awkward situation for me, and I have huge social anxiety. Like listening to me on a podcast, you probably think like Diana knows how to speak to everyone, and I can do it on a red carpet, but in social settings, it's not really. I, I I don't do small talk. It's very hard for me to have small talk with someone. And he was he kept coming up to me and be like, "Are you okay?" are you okay? Diana? like, are you okay? But not in the like, hey, like, let's grab a drink. Like, how are you feeling? It was more like, what's wrong with you? It it made me super uncomfortable. And then I went to Janet, who's like, she's best friend. Have, like, anxiety about being around people. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. So I went to Janet and I was like, is Carl trying to, like, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, is Carl being nice? Or is, like... I think like, that was him trying to be nice. No, and she was like, Carl's rough on you. Like he was definitely rough on you because it was because I'm and I'm an awkward person in general. And he was like, "Wow, like you're actually really awkward in person." Like I think he did say that to me at one point.
1: Yeah, and yeah, well, it, as and as, I, uh, as proof of this week's episode, he's pretty rough on me, and, yeah. <laughs> and I was his just, best friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was just like. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know. It was just an obvious situation where I'm a confident person with my talking skills. But in social settings, I don't like not knowing people at an event. I wouldn't have gone if Janet wouldn't have been like, we'll meet you before and stuff. Like, I just it's it's, and I don't like to be in sceney Hollywood situations. I'll do all the interview. I'll chase all the celebrities for an interview but I don't like a sceney situation it's right. not my vibe I, it's just not who I am as a person and it, it it showed and I just it just felt super awkward to me and I gave him the benefit of the doubt I was like Carlos probably trying to be nice so later on in the evening we were all messing around and stuff and I can't remember what it was I was like oh do this shot with me or do that with me or something to like try and be nice and he was like I'm good
1: well, probably because he was drunk. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. This is like, like, I can, I can look at Carl and, you know, just, you see it what, in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. I can see it in his eyes. I can tell exactly like how much he's had to drink and if he needs some water or not. Like, you,
0: you're kind of, you almost feel like you're like, you have to defend him in certain situations because you know him inside and you know his heart right but it doesn't always show the delivery doesn't always show right like but what he is like I on inside too.
1: that's how I am too so I get it more than anyone else like I have the best intentions I have the best heart I am a human I cry I you know have been through some shit in life and like so Carl and I really really connect on like a damaged level but at the same time like we're just trying to survive New York City and and that's tough that I've lived there for six months
0: it's not easy New York is really rough on you I will give you that like to me when I watch you on TV I just see like just pure loyalty that is one thing that people cannot take away from you yeah you know they can say storyline not storyline loyal all the way which is something I, I really appreciate about you but Going back to Carl, he was rough on me. Maybe it was just the the delivery. I don't know. Maybe it would have been better to meet in different circumstances because I'm not my best self in a sceny Hollywood setting. But to this day, Carl, you, and maybe Sheena – top three interviews I've ever had like the most funnest people I've had to talk to most open like I don't even Uh, need to like he he was one of my favorite interviews I will still say that he just he's honest and
1: he yeah that's that's honestly and I actually watch Sheena sometimes on Watch What Happens Live and I'm like she is great because she is just like you know shoots from the hip let me tell you something Deanna oh wow congrats (laughs) <laughs> that's
0: why you nailed that. it. You I nailed don't know
1: it. Catch that. <laughs> I am authentic. I don't even know how to be fake. Maybe that's yeah. why they put me on reality TV because it's like probably I don't, I don't talk shit behind anyone's back. I don't like. You confront you know, everyone. Yeah, I'm just like I don't like holding tension. I want to be happy in life. I have things to do. I am busy and like you're I I don't need any tension holding me back, so I just like would rather confront it head on mm-hmm. and get it over with and like have be in a happy place with a lot of people and I think, you know, with Carl, he, you know, people people misread him but if you know him and you but it takes a while right like it took me a while to really get to know who he is as a person and get to know you know his heart and like after you get you it's like he's like me like once you get in like he, that you're person, in for life like yeah, that's you're in it for life like that he will it. kill
0: someone for you
1: yes he will kill someone for me I will kill someone for him and like it's kind
0: of, it, I had this exact same conversation with Sheena I think it also comes like now Carl is on reality tv right so I'm sure there's a lot of people like trying to cling on to him cling on to you and you kind of have to be protective of your own heart as well like Sheena was saying I can see you know, right away when people are trying to just be thirsty fangirls or are trying to be my friends. But sometimes it's hard to tell. So you kind of have to have that wall because you have to be careful when you're on a reality show. Yeah, but so- Everyone yeah. wants something from you.
1: Carl's heart is actually purer than mine because I've just been in the industry for a lot longer as a publicist. And I lived in LA and although Carl did too, but I I dealt with like celebrities and I like from behind the scenes. And so, you know, with him, he doesn't see right away when people are trying to take advantage of him. And it's me who's like, no, no, (laughs) she's trying to take advantage of you. No. And he's like, and then it takes him a while to figure it out. And then he's like, damn it, Lindsay, you called it. You called this a while ago. And I'm like, I know. Are you kind of
0: like me? I, you know, most people, especially in LA will be like, Friends with anyone until proven that this person is a shitty person. I'm just friends with no one
1: until someone proves to be
0: no. An amazing I'm friend. somewhere in the
1: middle. I'm definitely somewhere in the middle. Like th- there's a guy who DM'd me the other day, and he was like, he's like, hi. I just wanted to let you know, you know, because we get like random DMs, and yeah, he's like, hey, I just want to let you know, I think you're the most beautiful person on Bravo, and I was like, oh my god. Like, number one, that is just not the case. You are so beautiful. Shut the fuck up. Like, no fake modesty. No fake modesty. Like, is absolutely gorgeous. Like, everyone has better skin than I do. Like, Doreen bugs me, but carry on. Okay. Her personality
0: makes her ugly.
1: Look, I just got you. I totally just like knew that was going to happen. Well, he goes, well, I'm gay. So like, don't worry. Like, I'm just, I'm not trying to hit on you. I'm gay and I have a fiance. And I was like, well, now that I have you, I have some questions. Like I, you know, I'm opening this bar, like, you know, in Hell's Kitchen. I need your advice on this. And like, so now I'm going to meet him for happy hour (laughs) tonight like my point is is like i can differentiate pretty quickly based on a dm a text a conversation or just looking somebody in their eyes like if they are like i'll have a like we'll I'll go out and i'm like oh this girl is fangirling or this guy is fan you know girling and yeah. i can disting- but carl doesn't necessarily distinguish as quickly as i do
0: we went so, this makes me sad. See, I'm usually the funny one. And now I'm like, this makes me fucking sad. Like, ugh, this is such serious
1: shit, but we had okay, to cover well, it. Let's, let's make it. <laughs> let's no, yeah, no. Fun. And I have, I have
0: a, a rapid fire for you to wrap this up, but it just makes me sad. Cause like, you know, there could have been a great relationship there, but regardless, it's such a good friendship. And I, you know, my friends are everything to me in LA. So it just hearing the stories, like I can be funny, I can be witty, I can be dry, but this kind of shit makes me sad.
1: Well, let me tell you, you guys are going to continue going on a roller coaster um, with our, you know, relationship slash friendship and trying to figure out where to go from here. Because Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, it's not easy. Like you don't just like, Disrupt your friendship to like, oh, let's be in a relationship, and then disrupt your relationship to go back to a friendship. Like, it, there's a lot of elements that go that are involved, and like, there's a lot of feelings, and it's not an easy thing to navigate. Um, I learned the hard way, you know, when I did that with Everett. Everett was my boyfriend season one, we were best yeah. friends for two years before we got in a relationship. And mm-hmm. it took uh, probably probably year, years, <laughs> yeah, a year to a year and a half to like actually be able to be in the same room together. So, how uh,
0: did he feel about you and Call hooking up?
1: Well, you're gonna see Everett on this season. Oh shit! <laughs> you're gonna find out. You just have Fuck. to keep on watching, and you have to keep on watching because I think as much as you know, everyone wants to say that this was for story it was not and you know I don't know if that was Carl's goal or not I don't think it is because I used to ask him this in the moment like off camera like are you doing this just to fuck with me like this is is this for your storyline like and he used to cry to me like you don't cry if that's the case
0: and you you know? know him like even without asking him you know him Yeah. You know him. You know when he's being genuine or not.
1: Carl was trying to shoot his shot. Like I was single. He was single at the same time. And he was like, let me shoot my shot and see if it works. And then all of a sudden I was like, nah, I'm holding you accountable for this um, in a different capacity. And he was like, no that doesn't work for me and like a
0: relationship is not as easy as a friendship so like the friendship may be easy and like smooth but relationships are hard and so you can't get away with just dating a best friend and it just being the like lovely happy wave you're riding it's not like that relationships are tough
1: yeah so in conclusion um no carl and i never had sex yes um um this was all very genuine. No one did this for a storyline. Um, he's coming over in 30 minutes. You know, I think that everyone needs to just keep watching because there's a lot of different dynamics that happen And the, you know, we're only four episodes in and there's 10 more episodes to go. So there's a lot that happens.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this. I think everyone who's watching the show needed to hear this because this is all the things that everyone's been wondering and no one, no one really has answers.
1: I need to talk to you in a couple of weeks.
0: Huh. Yeah, we, 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 you have to come back. Maybe we can like recap the season or when things no, get. No, I think sh-
1: it's going to have to be like a weekly situation.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you you are welcome anytime on the show. You are, you know, just such an amazing reality star, an amazing person to talk to. And it's always a pleasure, Lindsay. Tell everyone where they can find you. Plug all your socials.
1: I mean, all of my socials are at Lens Hubs. L-A-N-D-S-H-U-B-B-S. Two Bs. I'm going to stop recording
0: because I have a a, a a personal question.
1: Okay, fine. Fine. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say It With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful thing you can do for this show. And of course, because I'm such a nice person, if you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll be sending you some goodies in the mail. If you want to engage in the conversation yourself, you're also welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Say It With Me. Don't forget to look for it. And if you would like to support the show further, you can also join my Patreon for some super super exclusive content that you cannot find on the main podcast hope you enjoy this episode